What do you do when your personal views affect your business and your bottom line? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today I think we have a pretty timely question. And when it came into my inbox, I was actually surprised I hadn't gotten it sooner because I think it's an issue and something that affects all business owners that we haven't had a conversation about and we have really dug into. But it's the idea that in such a heightened, tense, political, and social climate, where friends are not friends anymore because they don't share political beliefs, and there's all of these sort of comments and beliefs about religion and social policy and all of that stuff. How do we as business owners keep it separate? Do we have to keep it separate? What we think, believe, feel, how we move through the world in our personal lives. But what happens when, you know, despite our best intentions, our personal beliefs are sort of outed, for lack of a better word. When somebody finds out what you think or believe and they're a professional contact or a professional colleague, and then they no longer want to work with you because they don't like what you think or believe. We're seeing it happen all the time, people losing their jobs over a tweet, people having an opinion and losing sponsorships and memberships. So at any point in time, the small business owner can be affected too. And I think we have to give this some thought. Unfortunately, today's conversation comes at the expense of today's listener. She's the one who's sitting in it right now. So I'm going to offer you her question and then I'm going to find you on the other side and hopefully we can all find our way to together. Here goes. Heather, I'm in a bit of a mess. I always keep my political, social, religious, and personal views separate from my business. I provide an exceptional service and I'm always professional. I never believe my personal views should affect my business, but as you know, the climate is changing and people can lose their jobs over a tweet. Social media has a way of twisting and turning what we say or do on a dime, and it's hardly ever accurate. I'm not sure how, but one of my clients found out about my faith in church membership. She's made erroneous assumptions about what that means about me and what I must think and believe of my clients. None of it is true, but she is lighting a match to my business with her rhetoric. She's blasting and trolling me everywhere, and I have had four clients withdraw from their contracts and opted not to work work with me as a result of the drama. I am embarrassed and devastated, but I'm also feeling angry and defensive. I have no idea how to respond. I have no interest in engaging in a political or religious debate for my business, but I am also not willing to lose everything out of my sheer stubbornness. I have some fight in me now, but I want to fight fair and I want to fight smart. What do I do now? Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. So first what we're going to do is we're going to take a deep breath and we're going to say it always sucks when people take one little snippet about us and make a whole story and create a whole new version of who we are and how we move through the world, especially when we have worked so hard to build that know, like, and trust factor. And especially when we have worked so hard to show people who we are in our words, our actions, 
actions, our behavior, and how we present ourselves. So the idea that at any point in moment, just because somebody has a bee in her bonnet, she can come in and completely try to devastate and wreck your business is so incredibly unfair, so incredibly frustrating. And today it happens to be happening to you, but it could happen to any one of us at any given point in time. Now, here's the thing. I see that you said to me, I tried to keep it private. I tried to keep it separate. I'm reading into that because you said I have no idea how she found this stuff out. So I'm assuming that you kind of like work hard to stay a little bit under the radar and to keep your personal views um, private in your social media, etc., etc. It doesn't really matter how she found out. More often than not, what we have to do as business owners is accept that at some point in time, people are going to find out. So for example, I mentioned that I went to a private school a couple of weeks ago in an episode. Somebody could easily like Google that and find out that my private school was a Catholic school and that, you know, I was born and raised Catholic. And if they decide that that's a problem, they could create all kinds of problems for me, right? Because that's the reality of our climate today. Today, that people do get kind of inflamed on little information, make it really big, and go out and make a lot of opinions. None of that is the part we can control. The only thing we can do is continue to do what we've done from the beginning. Telling people who we are, what we do, how we serve, and how we think. And in this instance, if somebody is blasting you, if somebody is making these false conclusions about you, if somebody is sort of, you know, spreading falsehoods about you, yes, you could go after them legally. It would probably be an incredibly expensive, tiring venture that may or may not work out for you. But what you do have control over is what you do and how you move through the world in response. The way I'm reading your letter right now, I'm reading it as though you haven't done anything publicly. You haven't disagreed with the statements. You haven't clarified the statement. You haven't engaged with her in some sort of uh, social media warring or ranting that you have just kind of shut it all down and you're going on as normal, doing your business, and you're letting her talk. Um, it reminds me a little bit of um, one of my all-time favorite movies, The American President. Um, and I'm sorry to bring up up a political movie when we're talking about political things, but you know, the president of the United States is running for re-election and everybody's doing a character assassination on him and he's ignoring it and he's trying to stick to the issues and stick to the issues and stick to the issues and his opponent meanwhile is continuing the character assassination and just going after him and going after him and he gets into this you know um huge argument the president gets into this huge argument with one of his staff members and the staff member says like your opponent is the only one doing the talking and that's a really powerful statement. Like when there's only one person on the mic, everyone is going to listen to that one person. And when they're talking about you, 
you sure as hell should say something. Now you get to decide how much you want to share, how specific you want to be, if any information about what you think and how you move through the world you want to correct, you get to decide. And you, my friend, don't have to say any of it. You don't have to say, yes, I belong to this church. And yes, this church is known for XYZ beliefs. And yes, I believe that. And no, I don't believe that. And this doesn't mean this about that. You don't have to do any of that. But what you can do is tell your clients, tell your, you know, your content consumers and the people she's trashing you in front of, you know, what you want them to think and know about you. I've really been heartbroken by the recent postings by so-and-so. She seems to think that because she has this personal information about me, that she knows everything there is to know about me. And she's then made a, you know, a conclusion about me and my business that isn't entirely accurate. I wonder how it would be for you if I took one instance in your life and created a whole story about it and decided that that must mean A, B, and C about you. I'm sure you wouldn't find it comfortable. I'm asking you for the same respect and the same courtesy that you would want for yourself to decide to believe me as I've shown up for you, as I've served you, as I've helped you. I would hope that my words, my actions, my interactions with each of you would show you who I am, how I believe in you, and how I respect you, what you think, and how you move through the world. If that doesn't work, if who I am as I am doesn't work for you, and you feel compelled to know about my personal beliefs in order to decide if you and I are the right fit, let me spare you the trouble. We're not. Because if you need to know this about me in order to decide whether or not we're working together, then we're probably not right for one another. Because I would always like to believe that the way I show up is as honest as I can be. The things that I do, my work product, my services, I would like to believe that they stand for something. That they stand and show you who I am and how I want to serve you. If that's not good for you, if that doesn't work for you, I'm good. But no, I'm not going to change who I am or how I move through the world or how I manage my personal beliefs, my personal thoughts, and my personal behavior outside of the office. That is nobody's business. My business is helping you, and I'd really like to get back to that. How's that sound? That was really good. Hopefully, like, you can stop and pause and record because that came out pretty naturally, right? But that's it. Like, I think so often, as soon as somebody, like, you know, says anything, we want to go, no, that's not true. That's not true. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like, I remember, like, at some point I was talking about my cross-country move and somebody started trolling me on one of my social media accounts talking about, like, how easy, how great it must be to have all this money <laughs> to be able to do these things. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, wait a minute. Like, I'm not this entitled person. No, I'm not this. Like, you are making a lot of assumptions about me. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. Like this one excerpt of this one thing I said, somebody went and made a whole like, you know, article about it, if you will. Not that they actually published anything, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I can't compete with that. 
All I can say is that I am going to continue to show up as I am. I'm going to continue to communicate to my clients, to people who might be my clients, to people who are colleagues, to friends and to family, as I want them to see me and view me. If they have a question for me, they can ask and I will answer. And I will do that according to my own personal boundaries, not what they think they deserve to know about me. And I will trust that that is enough. We are responsible for our words and we are responsible for our actions, but that doesn't mean we have to say something when we don't want to, that we have to do something when we don't want to, or that we are going to be policed by the people who follow us. So if you put something out there, you absolutely have to believe that the whole world is going to see it. Like to pretend otherwise in this kind of climate with all the news stories out there is just absurd and ridiculous on your part. So if you put it out there, be willing to own it to whatever degree you are willing to speak speak to it. And you might end up with that's nobody's business. And you might end up with, I'm not really going to answer that. At some point in time in my private practice, um, one of my clients, and again, um, those of you who know me now know that my husband has a disability and uses a wheelchair, but when I was doing private therapy, I did that for 10 years, and I think I only told five of my clients at the time that that was a part of my life, and one of my clients inadvertently found out, um, I think she saw me in public or something and said, like, oh, I saw you helping somebody in the car who was using a wheelchair, um, you know, um, and you you know, <laughs> she, she caught me kissing him. <laughs> if we're really going to be honest, if we're going to tell the whole story. So like, and she knew I was married. Um, so I, you know, I ended up being like, no, I'm not having an affair. <laughs> and yes, you saw me kissing my husband. Um, but, uh, you know, and she sort of said, you like, do you mind if, you know, do, like, can I ask what happened? Is this temporary? And I just, you know, I simply, it, it was such a complicated clinical case. And it was one of those, if you, if you know the therapy space at all, if there's like the perfect client to find out your personal business and the worst possible client to find out your personal business, this particular category went into the worst possible client. So I didn't want to give all the details and I didn't want to share the story. So, but I also too, I didn't want this like a sort of wondering and curiosity to continue. So I simply said like what the relevant information was is yes, his injury is permanent. And yes, he was injured before we married. Um, because usually in that client realm, that's usually what people are wondering is, did I know this or did I marry, you know, somebody who was able-bodied and then suddenly like he got injured or something. So I cleared that up and then simply said, thank you for your concern, but let's get back to you. You get to decide your voice even when the timing is taken away from you. You get to decide how much you want to say, how often you want to say it, and how much detail you're going to offer. When I did the transition from my private therapy life to offering online consulting and mindset consultation, one of the things that occurred to me is all the clients that I would, you know, be wrapping up with, you know, I'm easily Googleable. I'm all over. I was writing, you know, blog posts at one point in time that were getting a million, you know, page views on it. It was easy for my clients to find out about me. So what I decided is that was there were a certain subset of clients who, if they found out about my husband from somebody not me, 
it would have bothered me. It would have felt very disingenuous. It would have felt um, dishonest in a way. Um, and I wanted to be a part of their processing of the information if there was any processing to be had. So there were a few previous clients who I thought would likely find out because they, you know, find my podcast or they'd see my latest article. And I told them the story because I wanted to be in control of the narrative. I didn't want them to have a reaction and not have any control over it. But I had hundreds of clients over the years. I couldn't do that for everyone. I just did it for the select few who I had a feeling our paths would cross again or who we might be staying in touch with. And I said, listen, I don't want you finding this out from anybody other than me. So here's what you need to know. And then I followed it up with, and this is what I want you to think. And this is what I want you to do with the information. If you have any questions, et cetera, et cetera, we can control the narrative. That's what's so important here. That's what you have to focus on. Your right and your privilege to privacy got taken away. But that is today's changing times and today's changing climate. And there's nothing you can do about that. But getting ahead of it and deciding what you want your community to know, what you want your clients to know, and how you want to show up and defend yourself, you are in total control of that. And you can say as much or as little as you want. But saying nothing leaves a whole hell of a lot of silence for people to fill with their own stories. So give that one some thought. If you need my help or you need my two cents, this is actually a, a really good kind of problem for anyone else who's thinking about working with me or wants to know how to work with me. One of the offerings I have is um, for the Voxer app. It's a free app using a walkie-talkie voice feature where you can sort of message me your question in, in real time and then it stores like a text message and when I get it, I can message it back to you. I'm offering um, that Voxer plan for $125 a week at the current rate um, because sometimes people just want a quick consultation. They don't need a full hour um, or they just want my two thoughts on something. Sometimes I have clients who just book me um, flat out for a month of it so that they can go back and forth on a issue and work on it in their real time. But if that's an offer or an interest that might be helpful for you as you're struggling to problem solve around something, um, I'm going to put that offer in the show notes as well so you can find it there. Thanks so much uh, to today's listener for reaching out with this question. I think it's incredibly timely. You're not the only one struggling with it and you get to control the story every step of the way. And let's all keep thinking about this and deciding our own paths because I think that this is our future as we uh, work and develop our own businesses and our own reputations. Thanks for joining me today. If you have a question and you like my two cents on it, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. But that's it for now. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.